Stay informed and ahead of the game. The Tab Breakfast Show on Radio Tab. Andrew, this time last year we were talking about an NRL Grand Final at Suncorp Stadium. The year before it was the AFL Grand Final at the Gabba. Nothing like that this year. But we've still got an awful lot of action happening with Queensland Stadiums here. We've got the Socceroos in action at Suncorp on Thursday night. Townsville, nothing's going to be bigger. Mm for the Cowboys and the the Eels on Friday night. And we've got a big summer coming up as well. So joining us now from Stadiums Queensland, it's Todd Harris. Todd, good morning. Good morning, Peter. Good morning, Andrew. How are you? Very well, thank you. Uh, yeah, you got the big press conference this morning at uh, uh, Suncorp Stadium for the Socceroos. It's fantastic to have football back at Suncorp. We had the Matildas there uh, a couple of weeks back, which was um, outstanding to see them take the field against Canada and then Socceroos tomorrow night, which is, um, it's been a few years coming to have football back on the pitch at Suncorp and it's, um, it's really outstanding to, to have the boys running out and, and following um, the Socceroos in the coming weeks, we've also got um, a couple of games of Brisbane Moor. Um, they've made their way back to Suncorp Stadium after being out at Redcliffe for a couple of years and um, great to have them back on deck to play MacArthur FC in um, in early October, and then Melbourne City in uh, mid-October. So um, a real festival of football at Suncorp in the uh, coming weeks. Well, there is, Todd, and uh, it's a wonderful ground uh, for soccer when there's a, a big crowd in there. Some of those A-League grand finals in years gone by uh, etched in everyone's memory. But just uh, going forward to next year and keeping on the soccer theme, there is a FIFA Women's uh, World Cup on, and uh, Suncorp will be being used for that. You hear uh, sort of periodically these uh, stories, how difficult uh, FIFA are to deal with in terms of uh, grounds for World Cups. How have you found them? Uh, to deal with and uh, you know do they have any sort of uh, strange or special requests that are difficult to satisfy um I, it's probably a, a, an apt description I, I, I wouldn't say they're strange requests they they really want the ultimate surface so they get the spectacle of football played to the highest quality and um you know we we absolutely buy into that and um, want to make sure that the surface is in a perfect condition so you get the run of the ball and and the play of the ball um, best and get the, the, the ultimate spectator experience for to see the skills really come through in the uh, male or females, whoever it may be. Um, so it, it's, a, it's a constant sort of focus and challenge at um, Suncorp and some of our other grounds as well, particularly where you're having to turn the ground over from mm. rugby league to rugby union to football and particularly in very short periods of time. With some... Um, with the FIFA Women's World Cup next year, there's quite a period, uh, up to about seven weeks of sort of block, what's called block-out dates that uh, will mean that the pitch is um, completely curated for football-specific reasons for the eight matches that will be played there. Um, it'll obviously mean that you know, it, it is at the back end of the rugby league season, so it'll mean that there could be some... Um, displacement and disruption to the rugby league season. And we're working really closely with Broncos particularly uh, to make sure that, um, you know, if if Suncorp's not available, we can really use our portfolio of venues across the state to ensure that um, we've got a ready-made surface for them to to play their rugby league and and hopefully be top eight, top four next Mm. year and, um, and really be framing up at the back end of the season for final football. Todd, and we've got a T20 uh, World Cup just a month away now as well. We're going to see the Gabba in action. 
Yeah, very soon. Um, 7th of October. So, um, unfortunately, with the demise of the Lions last Friday night, um, not being able to push through the grand final this weekend, um, we'd had the, the Gabber in, in perfect AFL mode uh, up until uh, last weekend. And um, our grounds team's pretty quickly mobilised um, over the course of the weekend to start to convert the um, the centre, centre wicket area into a pitch ready for Friday the 7th of October against West Indies. So um, never a dull moment and there's plenty happening across the portfolio of venues to, to have lots of sport content as we move into the summer. So. And of course the test, uh, often we, uh, well pretty much uh, traditionally we have the first test here and it's uh, sometime in uh, November but a little later this year we have the first of the South African tests uh, December 16 or thereabouts at the Gabba. Yeah, it's a very late start this year. So um, 17th of December, so just right. one week before Christmas. Um, it'll be interesting to have um, the test at that time of the year. Obviously, schools will be finished and everyone's in party mode for um, for Christmas. So hopefully we can bring that fe- bit of that feel into the, into the venue and really um, get some fantastic crowds that week leading into the Christmas period and lots of opportunity for you know, um, school-aged children and their families to come along to the cricket where, you know, in some months where they or some years where we've had November tests, they might not get that opportunity to watch test cricket. So it's, it's brilliant to uh, have the opportunity later in December. And uh, yeah, the Big Bash, are we going to see that all around the state or is it just going to be at the Gabba this year? No, there'll be some matches we anticipate in sort of regional Queensland. Um, we, you know, we've we've already started doing quite a bit of work with, cricket and the AFL around what um, the, the what we term the disruption or displacement period will look like when we start to um, work on the Olympic builds um, from sort of 2026 onwards. And one of the things we've talked to cricket about is um, really testing, give, having the opportunity to test some of their big bash matches through regional Queensland, making sure that their cricket content stays in Queensland. But... Um, giving them the opportunity over the coming seasons to actually take a couple of games up to the regions and and really you know give them exposure that they wouldn't normally have. So um, we're trying to turn the, the disruption period into a positive and, and and work with both our key sports partners to to make that the best sort of period through the through the rebuild phase of the gather. That's really interesting. I mean, uh, you know, for most citizens just wandering around the city, you know, the the Olympics are a little way off, uh, obviously, in, in 2032, but you're already actively uh, sort of meeting regularly what with the Olympic Organising Committee in relation to to what's going to happen with the stadiums. Is that the case? Yeah, we've got a really, really big 10 years ahead of us, Andrew, and, um, you know, we can't uh, wait until sort of 2029 and then say, OK, we're a couple of years out, let's get going. <laughs> yeah. um, We've, we've got some significant um, construction that will occur across our uh, portfolio and we'll, we'll, we really have planned that out over the next 10-year window and there's some really detailed uh, early design being undertaken for the Gabba and also for the Sleeman Sports Complex. We're going to be building a new uh, indoor facility out there to service um, gymnastics for the games but probably in legacy mode, a bas- combination of basketball and gymnastics. So... There's a lot of work happening in the background. I know it might not be um, that overt and be that public, but in the background there's already a significant amount of work happening to get ready for these builds. And um, we, we sort of anticipate that from about 26 onwards um, we'll be in a really detailed 
construction phase across multiple sites. Mm. Todd, we saw a Blitterslow Cup match played in Melbourne at Marvel Stadium to a sold-out crowd last Thursday night. Apparently, uh, Rugby Australia were absolutely thrilled with the TV ratings, as was Channel 9 and Stan Sport. Is that something you're going to see going forward? Do you think midweek test matches played here at Suncorp? Well, certainly when we look at the um, the calendar over the next two to three years, there's a significant amount of sport and entertainment content that is coming through over the next three years. So, um, you know, through COVID, obviously music acts couldn't tour um, and now the demand is, is overwhelmingly significant. So there'll be quite a bit of um, squeezing and moving and shifting, I suppose, of some of the content and not just in relation to the entertainment, but I think, um, you know, a lot of the sports are really trying to stretch their their audience, I suppose, from a traditional Saturday-Sunday viewership into Thursday-Sunday. From the Bledisloe example was a really good um, sense test of just how popular things can be on a Thursday night. So I do anticipate that we'll see more of that. And uh, in terms of concerts, we've been talking about Kylie Minogue being at the MCG this weekend. You got anything uh, that you could announce for us, or is that still in the pipeline? <laughs> I think that's all with uh, with Gil McLaughlin, isn't it? He's, <laughs> he's, sort of got, he's got all the secrets. Um, yeah, it looks he, like... I, I, all I know is that Robbie Williams is going to run out there and um, you know pre-game and temper trap at halftime and a few others, but. Um, I think there will be a few surprises down there, and I know Kylie's name's been mentioned, but um, it it may be her or, or others that will join Robbie on stage. So. I'll be disappointed if it's not Kylie after oh, tell we, you what we've been we talking want, for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, you, you're doing a great job there at Stadiums Queensland. Some of the uh, the events we're getting all over the state, it's fantastic to see it all. Really appreciate your time this morning. We'll catch up again soon. Thanks for having me on, gents, and have a fantastic day.